Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 147 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today we're going to be talking about handling overwhelm and more so looking at it from a different perspective. Anytime that there is an emotion or a situation or anything in my life that feels undesirable, negative, or something I'm trying to avoid, I nowadays stand to pause and say, okay, what is the lesson here? What am I here to learn? Because the moment we learn, the situation or the circumstances that we're trying to avoid can dissipate. And I think that is such an important little shift that I made years ago that I go into finding the teacher in each moment so it doesn't have to be running the show. So that is sort of what I would like to propose to you because I know and I hear from women almost on a daily basis That overwhelm, especially in midlife and beyond, is a little bit of a constant emotion that we deal with anytime we are trying something new or doing things that we are not as comfortable with. So I think it is an important one, and it is my intention for this episode to help you reframe it so that you can start using overwhelm, if it happens to you, to your advantage rather than something that you have to deal with or struggle with. So let's jump right in. So the first thing that I want to share with you, and again, these are the strategies that work for me, that I teach my clients, and I just wanted to give you all of it like in one episode (laughs) to make it easy to kind of almost use it as a little process if you choose. But first of all, let's simplify. What is overwhelm? I believe overwhelm is a strategy of our minds. And when I mean strategy, I mean something that our minds resort to or utilize before we go do something that feels scary, that we're uncertain uh, uncertain of, potentially as a way to overwhelm us so much that we actually don't even get started. And the reason why this is important is that it is before, okay? After you do something, usually it's a different sort of emotions and feelings and so on, but Overwhelm comes before, almost as a protection mechanism, as a way to prevent us from potentially going into something that may or may not turn out as we wish. And the reason I think that is so important to recognize is that if you are feeling overwhelmed, to me, it means that I am entering growth territory. I'm working into an area or towards something that will stretch my boundaries. And what a beautiful thing to do, especially midlife, to keep our brain sharp and to keep life interesting, right? If all we do every day is the same boring, same old, we're going to get really bored and snacky and cranky and all those things. I think there's a beautiful opportunity to see, oh, I'm overwhelmed, so I am growing in some way. 
And none of us can escape the growth phase, right? No matter what it is um, for you. And I'll talk more about that later. Now, so if you simplify that it is a strategy of the mind and our mind is strategically using it because it has worked in the past to prevent us from getting into difficult situations. The question that I like to ask, not so much ask, but the first thing that I like to do is that I expect it. Anytime I start something new, I expect overwhelm because I know my mind and I know it will do what it does best, which is try to protect me. So it doesn't scare me when I feel it. it's like, oh, there it is. We're entering growth territory, growth mindset territory. Now, the question that I like to ask is, okay, what am I afraid of? Because we're either afraid of gaining something that we perceive we do not like Or we are afraid of losing something that we really want to hang on to. So for example, doing something, say like uh, entering a big weight release journey, which is what a lot of my clients do. The overwhelm at the beginning, especially as you start looking at the content and there's lots to learn, like we're not as flexible as kids in terms of learning. We're not as flexible as adults in terms of not being good at something or about making mistakes, which are all part of the learning process. And it will probably happen at the beginning for all of us. So I think the number one thing there is that I wanted to ask, what are you afraid of gaining? Are you afraid of gaining knowledge that you would have to drop some foods that you really love? And you're kind of like, I don't know if I want to know this. Or are you afraid of, you know, uh, losing something that you don't want to let go of? So for example, for some women, there are going to be some comfort foods that they are afraid of being told that they have to stop consuming, right? Um, one time I had a client that she was so afraid of me telling her stop drinking coffee, but because that is not a strategy that I believe in, I think it's individual. I have I have a much more flexible opinion when it comes to coffee. She was so relieved when she learned she could keep her morning coffee. So there's sometimes little things, you know, it's little things. And that's what I really encourage you, but I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So the first aspect of it is, Overwhelm is unbanned, less expected. It's a strategy of the mind, simply. So let's look and ask, what is the fear that you have of gaining or losing something, okay, in that equation? This episode is brought to you by the Weight Release Shift, a program that I am so excited to share with you. And actually, more than a program, this is a partnership in which I join forces with you to take you on this incredible journey, which is weight release. Together, we will explore all the necessary mind shifts to get you to places you've never been before, as well as learn what is going on with your hormones, especially as you transition into later phases of being a woman. All of that combined with tasty, healthy, super easy to make foods and recipes to help you balance hormones, eat for your needs, and release excess weight in the process. If you're curious or ready to learn more and join me and all these other wonderful women on this journey, I encourage you to apply at the link below. To learn more, visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release. And I look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you better. 
The second step in dealing with overwhelm, and this is something that I often tell my clients as well, is that overwhelm can also come if we're putting way too much pressure, meaning giving ourselves not enough time to accomplish a goal. Because if you know you have a week to do something versus a month, it's going to feel different, right? So I always say expand your time horizon, almost like If you imagine a camera, like zoom out a little bit, let's look at the big picture and create something that's timely, but more realistic rather than, so that's why I love to think in six months increments. I like to think, what does my six, myself in the future, six months from now, would love myself right now to do? Six months is too tangible enough without being like too big. But if you're hoping to get it all done in a week's time, it can be so overwhelming. So I like to get organized and zoom out, expand the time horizon and allow my energy to to dictate the pace rather than, you know, time management skills the old fashioned way, if that makes sense. And I also know from personal experience, and I, I work with a lot of women with similar quality and traits that I have that I'm very used to creating tons of imaginary pressure for myself. And if you pause and you look at whatever it is you're overwhelmed with, and you look, what are the rules that you put in place? Are there rules in terms of how fast you consume, say, content? Is there rules in terms of all the steps that you have to complete in order to move forward? Like, are you creating this, you know, laundry list of, conditions in terms of how something should happen, okay, that is actually what's leading to the overwhelm, not the thing itself, which again, if the answer is yes, it could be another safety protection strategy, okay? For example, for me, I'm somebody that really loves like pen to paper. So unless I have all the materials printed, if there's anything to print and all the notes written by myself and color coded, I usually feel a little bit of a blockage learning, but once I do my process, it's amazing, right? But my process probably adds like two at times two times three more time than it's needed to learn anything, right? So like for example, if there's an hour of content for you know a certification I'm doing, it probably will take me three to four hours to go through that one hour to do my process. So yeah, if I have limited time and my time horizon is too tight, I'm gonna feel overwhelmed. So the question is, can I expand the time horizon or can I be flexible in terms of my strategy and my steps for the learning process, right? Just as an example here. And the other side of things that what could also be happening for you, like it, it does for me, so I kind of do both sides of this equation. I tend to put a lot of pressure, imaginary pressure, through timelines, through hitting specific goals, like for my own sake, because the pressure, if you imagine a rubber band, when you pull a rubber band and you're putting tons of pressure on it, what happens when you let go of one of the two hands? The rubber band gets propelled forward. So for many, many years, I'll say most of my professional career and academical career before that too, I've used pressure, almost like imaginary self-imposed pressure to hit bigger and bigger and bigger goals. And here's what I'm saying about that. As a strategy, it has worked great for me. And for a very long time, that was fine. But as my hormones started shifting and I started entering perimenopause, 
my capacity to tolerate the levels of pressure that I was used to putting on myself started to decline. And I actually, it was noticeable. And I actually started to realize that, wow, the amount of, again, imaginary pressure that I'm self-imposing is not helpful because I'm not able to perform at the levels as before. And it was even maybe more my whole body system hormones all working in my favor to tell me, okay, I know you spent the first 40 years of your life creating from pressure and struggle and pushing through. But now this new phase in your life, let's start creating from a different place, from a place that I'm not as comfortable with, but from a place of joy and fulfillment and you know, more creativity, which usually is a bit, you know, (laughs) stunted through too much pressure. And that has really been a very interesting new phase in my life, a phase of creating from this different place that I am not so much putting the pressure to perform. Instead, what I've been doing is, again, expanding the time horizon. So I'm not stressing myself out unnecessarily. And then tuning in and asking, how am I actually feeling? Am I afraid? Am I content? Am I joyous? Am I sad? And a big part of what I've been studying now is really decoding those emotions, sitting with them in my body as opposed to just intellectualizing it in my head, and then using that to process through things and, and go forward. And if I'm not energetically congruent, if my body's saying, I don't want to do this at this time, if I can't move forward in the path that my mind wants to, I move laterally. I do something else that still feels like moving energy, moving progress, uh, making progress, moving forward. But I've been a lot more, I would say, flexible in terms of working with my body and my energy rather than those crazy old school, more masculine time management strategies and forcing myself to do things I don't want to do. Okay. So I've been seeking alignment more than accomplishments. And I would say the results are pretty fascinating and it is a much better experience on myself so that when overwhelm comes, I know it's just me in entering growth phase. I do the work behind the scenes that I'm sharing with you and off I go. And it has been beautiful. So I wanted to share that with you. Number three, the third piece that I wanted to talk to you here is that Let's just say that you've been able to sort of contemplate steps one and two. The final step here is let's find what is that big domino that's leading to the overwhelm. If you look at overwhelm as this massive cloud that's very confusing, maybe really hard to discern, like what are you actually overwhelmed about? But like we just talked about, overwhelm is a strategy. So there is something specific there behind the scenes triggering it. And I think there's so much value in finding what is that actual trigger because that probably will come up again and again in different situations. So it's just helpful that you understand. So like me, you can work on either neutralizing that emotion or just processing and let it pass through so that you can move on in a more joyous way. So one of my favorite ways to do this, if you sit down and say, okay, what am I actually overwhelmed about? What is the emotion that I'm making meaning of and turning into something? And if the answer doesn't immediately pop to you, I love filling the blank exercises. So I read it to my own self and I let my, you know, subconscious mind give me whatever pops up first. That's what I write down. Okay. So I'll give you a little prompt that you can use. 
So you can say, you can ask yourself in a quiet place, take a few breaths and you ask, I feel overwhelmed because, and then fill in the blank. And this means blank about me. Okay, so I feel overwhelmed because, and then you just draw a line. And this would mean draw a line about me. And once you write it down, and again, get yourself very quiet, very grounded, take a few breaths. And I love to do this because when you think of the situation, you ask, I feel overwhelmed because your mind is going to jump because of X. And then when you ask, and what does that mean about me if I do feel X? And then the mind is going to say, why? And it's incredible that when you get quiet enough and you just like, it's almost like something that you can train yourself to. It's going to be natural that you want to judge the answer, say, oh, that can't be right. But <laughs> it's one of the great ways to get those jewels that just sits back down on the back, kind of running the show that we're not as conscious of, right? And our mind has this, this desire to fill blanks. Like it's very uncomfortable to, you know, have this blank in a sentence. So it is one of the ways that I love to use to pull that out when that question gets asked and you can be the one asking it for yourself because we want to find what is the emotion behind the overwhelm? What is actually happening behind that your mind needs to use overwhelm as that strategy, as we talked about at the beginning, to protect you from? Like, what are you afraid of? What are you hoping to create? And, and what does that mean, right, to you, right? It's very specific. And I would also say that it will change based on the different situations, okay? Now, the final thing that I wanted to say here, so just quickly back to something we said at the beginning in terms of when we feel overwhelmed, we're entering that growth phase, right? And I believe we can't skip that phase no matter what it is. Like my favorite example is if you want to remodel your kitchen, you can't really possibly have a beautiful new kitchen without demo day. Like you're going to have that dirty, messy loud breaking pieces, breaking everything phase before having the beautiful redesigned, clean, shiny counters, right? And I think that's important because I think it is the fantasy of getting what we want without actually doing the work, without getting our hands dirty. That really causes a lot of overwhelm. And I think the more fantasies we can shatter so we can actually more clear, see reality more clearly, the better. And that is why I said at the beginning, I expect overwhelm, right? And the moment it comes, it's like, okay, let's get organized. Let's expand the time horizon. Let's be more objective about this. Where am I putting pressure on myself that's unnecessary? Where do I need help so that I can actually get through and get what I want, right? Because the truth is, if whatever it is you're trying to accomplish that you're feeling overwhelmed about, if it is something that you actually want, truly want, I believe there's no price that's too high to pay. And overwhelm is basically your mind telling you, no, this is too pricey. And I'm not saying financially, but I'm saying in terms of effort, could be financially so, but in terms of effort, time, you know, that type of more sort of like intangible cost, if that makes sense. And then I ask myself, well, but I really want it. I am willing to pay whatever price it takes to get to the goal, right? And I think in a way to release, the problem with it is that we really want it, but we're not even sure why we want it because it's such a big goal for some women. It's something they've been working on for so many years in their lives. And the journey is actually a journey. It's not like a one, two, three, here you go. So 
to get there, you have to climb a few little mountains, right? And that is why if you don't have the support, it is so difficult. And if you don't work on the emotions behind why you're there in the first place, I believe that's why so many people go on diets, they get, you know, shed some pounds and then it comes all back. But if you want sustainable results, it is important that we actually get support, that we actually start to fall in love with the journey because we're going to spend a lot of time there together. And what you're getting out of it, in my opinion, professional opinion is not the end goal at the end of the release of the weight. It is throughout. There are going to be millions of little moments and gifts throughout your journey. You're going to get healthier and healthier, stronger and stronger, more beautiful, more empowered, more fulfilled every day as you move through this journey. And for me, it has been helpful to recognize that whatever goal I have, the more I can be content, grateful, satisfied with day in, day out of the process, rather than holding my breath until I get to the imaginary goal, the more beautiful, the better my life experiences. Because I think we're always going to be on a journey, right? So it's either, you know, accepting that and deciding to to love the moment as is, and of course, keep going forward, or constantly fighting with overwhelm, falling, things falling apart, and then, you know, blaming ourselves, right? Which I don't think it has to be this way. So hopefully these points are helpful. This is kind of like how I organize the topic for my own self and how I, I teach my clients and how I go through things. But I also want to say, if you want to learn a little bit more about um, some ways to shift away. So let's just say now you're more clear, you understand overwhelm and you're asking the questions to understand what is the emotion behind the overwhelm. But let's just say that now you want to shift yourself away from overwhelm. I actually recorded an episode um, earlier, episode 70. So you have to go back, I think a couple of years on the podcast or just scroll back. Or I'm also going to add the link in the show notes. So maybe listen to that one next because I kind of go through some ways that I use to shift from overwhelm that are very practical once you recognize that's what's happening for you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to connect with me and if you want some help or assistance or at least to discover what can you do to start shifting that, uh, please look at the, lo- the links in the show notes or go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call to either speak with me or somebody on my team and we'll be more than happy to share with you potential ways of what we can do to assist you on your own way to release journey. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.